What's up, everybody? Happy Monday. I hope you guys have enjoyed your weekend. I know that I certainly did. Uh, I'm actually a little life update with me. I'm in a power writing course where I've been uh, getting more active on Twitter, learning how to write short form, more copywriting, more sales copy stuff, and uh, posted a few tweets this weekend. So if you're not following me on Twitter, please do at Dalton K. Jensen. That's where you can find me on pretty much anywhere. Uh, um, I put out a tweet about the NFT space because you guys know I totally geek out on that stuff. I love Ethereum, love NFTs. I think smart contracts are the future, uh, all that good stuff. And actually, Tom Bilyeu of Impact Theory actually commented and liked one of my tweets. So uh, if anybody's got the plug, I'd love to have that guy on my podcast. But let me get into what has been one of my favorite guests so far, Kawan Karadaji, who is the host of Valueverse. He's also the owner of Three Gyms and Counting. I believe uh, at the time of this recording, he had a few in the works. And by now, I'm sure they're already out. But uh, keep an eye on him because he's absolutely amazing. So tune into his podcast, Valueverse. Uh, also check him out on all social media. But really uh, enjoy this episode because I think you guys will absolutely love it. And without further ado, Kawan Karadaji. Welcome, everybody. This is Don Jensen, and you're tuning into The Thinking Project. <laughs> well, it looks, dude, I was reading your bio, and it looks like uh, you've got everything. Oh, let me double check. But it looks like you got you got everything except a book. You got a book in the works? You know, that's a great question. Um, I've been thinking about doing it. And I'm, I'm, I have a few times. I've been writing a few for a long, long time. You know, one of them's a, a fable, um, yeah. you know, fiction. But uh, I am, I am. It's in the works. I just don't know if that's going to be the first one yet. You know? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, dude, I get it. I was, uh, I was mainly just teasing you because, like, uh, you know, I <laughs> yeah. see, I see people. You know, I see people. Um, because I get asked it a lot of times too, right? I feel like we're very similar. That's kind of one of the reasons I was really drawn to this uh, conversation with you. You know, we got, you know, you have a podcast value verse. You're also a coach and a business owner. And so I felt like this would be a really cool conversation because we got a lot of things in common and mm -hmm. I get asked all the time, like, when are you writing a book? And I was like, ah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I write, I'm like Gary Vee. I write books in my head, I guess. I yeah, that's, that's exactly it. And yeah, you're right. It's uh. I mean, especially when you've gone through so much, I guess it's, it's only fitting. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, dude. Well, um, Kwan, tell us everything you got going on. I mean, like I said, you're a podcast host, you're a fitness, uh, you got a few gyms. Tell us your story. Tell us, tell us how it all started. Yeah. Thanks Dalton uh, for having me on. It's a pleasure. I, I started off, um, by, you know, just stumbling into fitness really. And, I got into that back in 2009. Um, it was, uh, wasn't anything planned, nothing, nothing super exciting. Just somebody came, knocked on my door and asked me to, uh, to go for a run. And, you know, it's, I tell it over and over again, but it just really is about answering that call and kind of how it presented itself to me. And I think, uh, being ready for that is the most important thing in someone's life. So, um, you know, I, I did that and I, I worked out consistently and that's when I kind of 
got hooked, you could say, or, or caught the bug there and, and mm-hmm. loved the the whole process of of improvement, of of becoming better and and you know, mastering, you know, yourself really. And it's been a quest ever since. And I I don't think it really ever stops. But uh, you know, I got into that and and pretty soon you know, I met somebody else that introduced me to personal training. And then from there, you know, I had the 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 you know wonderful opportunity. I was very extremely lucky and blessed to be around influential people. And I learned a lot, man. I trained 10,000 hours, you know, um, hundreds of clients and picked up a bunch of certifications along the way. And, and, um, you know, they just became my life, became an obsession Um, and and a healthy obsession at that, because it's, it's all, I, I loved working out and I loved teaching people about working out and, Mm -hmm. Every once in a while, I get caught up in, you know, being a business owner, you, you get caught up in the, in the numbers and the, and then the means of things. And, and you, you sort of lose track of, of, you know, what that is, why you're doing it. And, you know, I, I ran across one of our members and he was just stoked, man, on having lost all this weight and going through this transformation of his own. And, and I said, that that's it right there. You know, that's why. I did this is because of that feeling where somebody can change their, their life or change themselves and, and work on themselves. And and that's the feeling that I was passing on. So it's, it's easy to get lost in there, you know, um, and learn all these things along the way. So, you know, long story short, I, I met my business partners and it's been a wild ride ever since. So, but we started doing that. And then shortly thereafter, I, um, I said, you know, I've been doing all the study I'm doing all this work. I should have something that I can talk about it on or give back. <laughs> and that's when value first came up and, and um, podcasting came about. Yeah. Right on. how did you come up with the name value verse? I mean, what, what inspired you to name it that and then, and then do the format that you picked. Thanks man. Yeah. I basically, I, I went, I tried looking for the right name for almost six months and I couldn't. And then when I say I tried looking, it was something that was on the back burner and I procrastinated and uh, it was right during the pandemic actually. And I told myself one day, you know, look, you're either going to launch this thing or, or you're never going to do it. And it's going to be something that you look back on and say, Oh man, that would have been, that would have been cool. And I I didn't want to have that feeling. So value is something that I always looked at as you're, you know, in in this life, in this world, you're a person of value and your outcome is dependent upon the problems you can solve, the, the, the things you can do and the benefits you can help others with by giving, you know, and verse is, is words. So essentially it's beneficial words or, you know, a verse being a space. So a space of benefit or beneficial words. Mm, I like that. You know, it's funny. Um, I really like that name. And I always love when like there's a the, a name has like a really a good meaning like that to it. But I was uh, with, so I do a little bit of coaching on the side, like very mm. light coaching to help like people start a virtual assistant business. Mm. And, uh, and yeah, I had this sweet, I had this whole class, you know, planned out. And I was, I was going through some of like the, the trials so we could, we could, we did anything out. I mean, we got through the whole thing and I was like, man, this was great. Uh, They're going to love it. And like, and like, it was crazy how the one thing that I missed was like how to name your business. And it never even occurred to me that that would be like a, a hard thing. 
You know what I right, mean? But, right. And not a hard thing, but like, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, what do you name? What do you like name anything? You know, like, you know what I mean? What do you name your business? What do you name your podcast? I don't know. I mean, I just had a lot of things. I guess it came easy for me. I just had a lot of things click and it came in at the right time. But, but I just thought that was, you know, a funny experience on my end because of what, you know, of your experience. It's just like, you know, well, yeah, what do you name? And it's true, dude. It, 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 it's hard for a lot of it, you know? You got it right for for the podcast. I love the thinking project. I think that's <laughs> right. uh, I think that's brilliant. Um, definitely, definitely a good topic there, and and it definitely it's, um, elicits some some thought and stimulates the mind, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, and uh, the whole point of it was to meet people like you, and just to get people like, you know, really like that was the point was like to get people thinking, like mm. how can you make money? Mm. You know how it doesn't like like not everybody looks like you know, and I just wrote about this today, but like, you know, the biggest thing you can do to hurt yourself is, is you have this, you have this vision in your mind of what you think success look like, or Mm. what you think wealth looks like, you know what I mean? Because like, you know, I've met millionaires before, you'd never think they were millionaires, not because they were like, you know what I mean? But just because you had this preconceived notion in your head of like, I think, you know, a millionaire is like, uh, home alone two, lost in New York where like, you know, he's in like the Ritz or something. And, and you know what I'm saying? Like you just right. get these things in your head and, and that's not what I wanted people to under, you know, I wanted people to understand that you could, you could be successful and, and be who you are and not, you know what I mean? That's right. And I think nowadays that's so much more important than ever is to be authentic with, with who you are. I was reading this book, um, was it called, man? Uh, the the Almanac of Naval Ravikant. I don't know if you've oh, heard of it. Wow! Yes. Yeah. I was, love Naval. He's yeah, amazing. it was. It's. I, I saw it on Amazon, and um, it was a little bit of. A, it was a good price, so I just scooped it up on the Kindle there, and then. Uh, we are brought to you by Legal Inc. Estate Planning. Listen, you wouldn't dine and dash, so why would you leave your family in the hands of the courts and the government when you pass away? Most people think they don't have enough to start estate planning or that it's too expensive. Things like wills and a trust. While those are valid reasons, they're limiting beliefs, guys, to creating and keeping the wealth that you want to have. Listen, it's free to talk to Michael to learn more about what you can do today to protect your tomorrow and live your best life. Wills are necessary, especially if you have a home and kids. And a trust is the number one way to build and retain your wealth. So it's your life. It's your story. Make it a good one. Visit LegalLifePlan.com to schedule your first conversation with Michael and tell him that the Thinking Project sent you. It'll be the best decision you've ever made. So I'm reading it, man, and I'm like breezing through this thing because, um, you know, he says in there that nobody can be you better than you can be you. And, and that's what you have to kind of run with. I thought that was so brilliant because uh, if you try to do what somebody else is doing, or you, like you said, you have a preconceived notion and you're, you're not going to be telling the truth really. And you're not, and it's going to be difficult, but if you're you, then no one can be better than that. You know? So oh yeah, it's just the way he said it was, uh, was brilliant or the way it read. Oh no. Naval is a, uh... He he's wonderful. I mean, he's got all those one-liners. I follow him on Twitter, uh, and yeah, he just. I mean, that's just what he does. That's Naval. Mm-hmm, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, yeah. uh, and and I love that. I love that. Right? Like the the only you know nobody can be you better than you can be you. Um, I feel like all of that got kind of taken 
you know, a little early because like, like taken away from people, like people were not drawn to it kind of early. And I don't, and I don't know why, because like, that's what you sell, right? Like you're you, you know what I mean? I mean, do you have any thoughts on like why it's all of a sudden coming back and why some of these old principles kind of were tossed by the wayside and now they're kind of coming back? You know, it's a, it's a great question. I think in, in this information, I guess, age where we're so much available all the time, right? I mean, just scrolling through, you know, my Instagram, there's like, 15, 20 people trying to tell me something, right? And I'm like, and, and as let aside the the people that I follow or the the accounts that that I follow, it's it's just, you know, ads all day. And I think everybody's trying to look yeah. for the answer. You know, everybody's trying to find or look outside themselves and and try to latch on or or find something there. And you know, meanwhile, it's all here with us, right? It's all within, like he says in the in the book as well. And I, and I think that's the most important thing is to is to look where we don't expect to look, and that's uh, within us, within ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, it's kind of like the the know yourself kind that's of right. principle, yeah. because you, I mean, all the answers are here. Like we have them. You know what I mean? We just got to be willing to like figure it out and and sit with ourselves and and not be caught up in all the motion and everything, man. It's it's so true. Is that kind of is, I mean, is that a similar journey to you when you, you know, you started your gym? I mean, you have like three gyms, right? Did I read that right? You got three or more. Yeah, yeah. Three uh, in uh, right now in operation and then four and five uh, by the end of this year, hopefully. So oh, wow. get, yeah, waiting on that. And then yeah, just, uh, just a lot of movement there. And uh, yeah. yeah, that's, that's kind of it. Yeah. Now tell me more about the story you mentioned at the beginning. Uh, you got a knock on the door and you went for a run and that's kind of what kicked this off. Tell me more about that. Yeah. So, you know, it, it was, I moved, everything happens, you know, for literally everything happens for a reason. I moved to LA from Virginia. I, I met this guy and uh, my friend George in, in an acting class, believe it or not. Cool. Um, and we linked up and, you know, I think we had joked about it maybe a couple of days before or something, you know, we should uh -huh. go for a run. And I laughed it off. I didn't know if he, I didn't think he was serious. So, um, you know, he, he showed up at my door in, in running clothes, running gear and, you know, Dalton, I was a smoker at the time, man. I smoked uh -huh. a pack a day. Exercise was the last thing on my mind. And um, he, you know, he, he just had a, a kind of a look about him. He, he asked me if I wanted to go for a run. Um, and he wasn't going anywhere, you know, he was just standing there. And I was like, this guy's serious. <laughs> you know, he's he's not going to move right now. And I'm like, what? Yeah. So, like, what, what do you I guess I'll I'll go get my running shoes that you know, I, it was just something about him. It was like a pull that it was just like, he was just called to do it or something. Yeah. And every once in a while, you're going to get that, you know, in your life where something's here to, you know, show you or teach you something that is going to be one of the best things for you. And, and you yeah. just got to be able to, to, to answer that call. And I'm so yeah. glad that I did. So I went, I, I went on that ride, I laced up the, you know, if you want to call them running shoes, they were all beat up. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I walked a lot in LA because I didn't have a car. 
Okay. So I, I biked and walk, I, I bought a bike. It was a hundred dollars. And I was like, man, I, this is a lot of money. And I moved there in the height of the recession, 2009. So it was, <laughs> it, it was tough, man. I couldn't yeah, get a yeah, job. It yeah. took me six months to get like a restaurant job. Right. And mm. so I went and, uh, basically, you know, went on this run and man, you know, it, it I'm no kidding, man. It floored me. Right. Like I was, I was hurt, man. And I was laying in, you know, on the ground, uh, in somebody, a neighbor's yard and just passed out, like just on the verge of like, you know, passing out, just getting super dizzy. And I, I, yeah, I got home. I was in, I was in an extreme amount of pain. Like I, I was, I was disappointed in myself, you know, just, just all the, the things you could feel, you know? And yeah. That's the, the feeling that made me really look at my life and my choices there. Um, I started thinking about the things I was doing, my health. And that's kind of where the quest kind of began, you know, a little bit before that. And I had like kind of a lot of trials and, and things that I went through personally. And that's when when I when I moved there, that's when it all began. I started this process of looking at, you know, some of the things I was doing and, and trying to improve at. And so, you know, he, another a couple of days passed by and, you know, he said, do you want to go for another run? And there was just a part of me, man, that I, I was inclined to do it. I wanted to give it another go. Um, so I, I just went again and I, I noticed I was a little bit better this time. I wasn't passing out or anything. And that's kind <laughs> of, I think what, what drew me to it, you know, yeah. I, it clicked for me yeah. that this was something I could do if I worked at it. And that's kind of, I would say, you know, the, the light bulb or the aha moment, um, I, I kept doing it. And then, yeah, before you know it, I was, uh, I was signing up at a local gym there and, um, I rode my bike five miles to get to the gym Yeah, and yeah, I wow. just signed up. I still, yeah, <laughs> I still have my, my paper because, uh, you know, it's never, it's when you realize that something is within your reach. That's when yeah. you you say, you know what, I can I, if I, I can do this, it's it's doable. And I think that's yeah. when we build that efficacy or that that um, yeah, determination to do it. So so that, that was kind of it. And then I just stuck with that. And uh, I loved it. I, I loved working out. I basically. I told my, my buddy, who, you know, we were going to the gym and I made a pact with him. I said, man, you know, I'm not going to stop working out. Until I get, you know, where I want to be and how I want to look and, and all the stuff that comes with fitness, all the positive benefits. And then yeah. you could say that that was kind of that was kind of it right there. I just embarked on on a journey of learning everything I could about, about fitness. Yeah, that's incredible. But that, those are that's such a great story. And that's kind of like that's the those are the things that I love about this, you know, is that that keep going like you know, just, just start, you know, at some point you got to be like, look, I just, I got to do this. Right. I got to answer the call of like this little voice in my head that says go, or, you know, sometimes we do, sometimes we stumble upon the things that are like, Hey, you should just do this or like, uh, or this guy's not going away. So let's just give it a shot. But I'm like you, I remember the first time that I went on like a real run. Uh, we had traded a guy. <laughs> it was like a really funny story, but I remember the first time I, I went on a run. And uh, yeah, it was, it was terrible. I mean, I was fat. I'm still fat, but I'm, I'm, I'm more in shape than I was when I went on that first run. Cause I was like, dang dude. But yeah, you're oh, man, right. I think, uh, I think you're pretty buff, man. You look good. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. I, uh, no, I, I, uh, do, but 
but I, I do remember that, man. I, I remember that. And so for you, I mean, is that where I always like interviewing when I interview fitness, you know, I've interviewed a few people yourself and I've interviewed a few people with, you know, in Utah, where we're at right now, like the fitness and beauty industries is huge. It's like ginormous. Um, wow. And uh, so I've interviewed a few people and I've all, I always like to hear the story of like, and may, and maybe I'm jumping a, the gun on this one, but you know, of like where you got like your empathy from, like, how did you, you know, how do you understand what people go through when they come to you and they're like, Hey, I want to lose weight. And, and you know, and how hard that is for some people. Yeah, that, that's a great question. I think for me, the, the most important thing is, is having, you know, I always say a train, a good trainer is, or a personal trainer or anybody in fitness has a story and has the education to back up, you know, that experience um, as yeah. well. Um, and the story, the experience comes from the story of going through what you go through. And that's kind of what makes you where you are or helps you become who you are. And, um, you know, a lot of it is understanding what it takes because of, of go, having gone through it um, and also being their friend, you know, being their, mm -hmm. their guide in a sense where, you know, I look back on some of the people that, you know, took an interest in me and they, they uh, had great, great empathy and great patience. And those were kind of my, my role models. So I learned from, from people around me a lot that people that were doing it very well. And that's, that's kind of where I, I learned a lot of that from having gone through it myself and also being able to um, to just be very patient and, and understanding during the process. It's just they're going through something you, you have no idea about. You know, it's their their journey and you kind of just have to guide them. You know, you got to you got to walk beside them and. Mm -hmm tell them the, the, the day, the, the pitfalls, the ahead, you know, the, the positive things that are, that are coming. And it's, it's a wonderful and um, really interesting journey because they meet you. Um, you know, I, I, I've met all types of people and you know, they come with you, they tell you their problems. They, you become, you become friends with them and you um, get close. So, you know, they share things with you. I mean, I share with, you know, their significant others and um, you really have moments in between workouts, you know, in between sets mm -hmm. and reps. Um, it's just so much more than the workout. You know, it's, it's yeah. all about, it's all about that, that quest that they go on. And then, you know, something happens, right? They, you go through this arc where they, they kind of reach their goals and, and some don't, but the ones that do, you know, you, you only hope to leave them with, you know, leave them better than when you found them and, mm -hmm. and hope that they continue when you're gone. So, so they leave and then, you know, you see them and it's kind of like you were just this, this guy or girl hanging out and they came and found you in, in the, the middle of the jungle there. And here you are and you say, Hey, let me show you something here. And then you take them on this, on this walk and they, they get these, you know, uh, knowledge gifts from you and go about their, their own way. And that's kind of the story there, you know, and, you always have those moments together and you can always just, you can just hope that they continue to do it. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think the, and I think what you were kind of getting at there, at least what I took away from it and something that I love, like telling people when we talk about trainers and coaches and things like that is like, you're, you know, it's not about you, you know, you as a coach, you know, you help them find what keeps them going. Right. Like, especially in fitness. Cause like, you know, for me, like I, I actually like hate the gym. 
like I, I don't mean like lifting weights and stuff. You know what I mean? Like I just I don't know, man. I, I just I was into it in like high school and college and stuff like that. Um, but I just kind of fell out of it after all of that, after, you know, after the sports ended and stuff like that. So, but now I go to, you know, I go to more of like a, I, I do jujitsu. So I do, mm. like, that's my, that's my workout, you know? That's awesome, man. How long you have you know, been doing that? I've been doing jujitsu. So I, I wrestled forever. I mean, I wrestled, I'm from <laughs> Iowa originally. I wrestled for like 13, 14 years. Wow. Uh, and then I've uh, been doing only jujitsu, been doing jujitsu for like two years altogether. I started like, post pandemic and then there were some gym interruptions there and uh but then you know kept going like that yeah much respect much respect for that man well but that's what you know what i'm saying so but as a coach like like for you though you got to find what'll keep people going you know what i mean like in kind of tailor to them so it's you know it's it really is about them because if they're going to keep doing it while you're gone it's got to be you know what i'm saying something that they're going to keep doing right (laughs) That's right. And you got to speak their language, you know, you got to yeah, know. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. You got to know who they, uh, who they are and what they respond to. You know, if you're training them all the same, um, it, it's going to be harder for the, for it to stick. And it, once you get them to, to realize what that is for them, the benefits that they'll have, that's when you got somebody that's driven, you know, and mm-hmm. for me, it was some, you know, it was just something as simple as, I'll never forget. And good coaches, you know, they, you'll see them, they, they, they take away and they do a less is more approach. So for me, it was, it was something that, you know, to join the gym, my, uh, my friend said, you know, had you joined the gym, we would have put five pounds of muscle on you by now. (laughs) And that stuck with me because I thought to myself, damn, I lost all that time that I could have, I could have been five pounds of more muscle heavier. So th- that clicked literally Dalton, the next day I, I went to the gym because I thought about it as something I lost. So I said, I, I never want to feel that again. And I have nothing but gains to have if I go literally, you know? Oh, well, no, that's a great uh, way to think about it. I mean, that's a, that's a good way to, you know, be motivated like by this idea that, you know, you have more to gain each day. And the, that thought of that thought of I should have is a scary thought. Like, oh, man, I could have done that because nobody likes that guy at a party. You know what I'm saying? It's like, That's oh, yeah, right, I, almost, you know, I almost went or I almost did that. Yeah, we don't want to hear almost, bro. I want to hear that you did. You know what I'm That's saying? That's right, man. And then and you hear it all the time, you know. And uh, Right, right. And I, and I, I stopped saying that a long time ago um, just because. I'm like, well, you didn't do it. So either you were, you weren't doing it or you weren't yeah. feeling it, but don't say that you were, you almost, and don't talk either. Just, just be about yeah. it. You know, that's, that's kind of what I told myself. And I'm real careful with the things I say now, because yeah. if I commit to something, I'm like, no, you, you said you're going to do it. Now, if you don't do it, people are going to make fun of you and they're going to hold it against you forever. So I'm like, all right, I, I guess, I, I guess I'm going to do this. Uh, yeah. No kidding, man. It's true though. It's true, man, because, uh, yeah, you do. There is that, there is that thing inside of you that, you know, you want to, you want to tell yourself that you're going to keep going. Cause I read this, um, you know, we're talking about, we talk about books a little bit, but I read that book by the Arbinger Institute leadership and self-deception mm-hmm. and they talk about in there, um, you know, self-betrayal and how these little self-betrayals like lead, lead us to a path of like, less empathy and stuff like that. And it's, and it's as little as like, 
you know, they, they brought up like, it's as little as like brushing your teeth. Like, you know, like, you know, you wake up, you know, you're told, you know, brush your teeth in the morning, but you're like, I'm not brushing my teeth in the morning. That's stupid. Right. And then now you're going like, now you started your day with, with this nagging thought in your head that was like, should have brushed your teeth. Like you knew you were supposed to brush your teeth and it wasn't that big of a deal. Like what the heck were you doing? And now it's like, now it's like this, this snowball, you know what I'm saying? And 100%. like that self, that self betrayal stuff is, it's just doesn't lead to, doesn't lead to very good places if you let it go too far. <laughs> it, it doesn't man. And you know, that's kind of the hardest thing. You know, you said something about hating the gym and look, man, I'll tell you, I'll be honest with everybody listening. I hate working out. You know what I mean? And I've been working out for 10 years consistently. Yeah. There's nothing, there's nothing about it that makes, but I love this pain. You know, I've never <laughs> said that maybe a couple of times when I had a bad day, I took it out on the weights, but there, there's never been a day where I was overjoyed by, by that, you know? And yeah, man, but it's, it's the feeling after, you know, that's kind of what I, I try to keep in the, in the horizon there. I said, you're going to feel better. You're going to do better. So mm. it's, it's the discipline of doing it. You know, I think, I think it's Jocko Willink that says, mm. um, you know, discipline equals freedom. Right. Yeah. And um, it's true. You know, those, those four years that I went before I became certified as a trainer, I was going to school because I was learning about the pain that that was involved in working out and, and, and how it was. And a lot of that empathy also comes from, from that as, having gone through that, you, you, you understand a lot about it, about your body. And so you're thinking to yourself, you know, if, it, if, it, if you feel that it's difficult, what is this person feeling? You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. they're, they're like on a completely different plane. You know, they're not trainers. They're, they're normal average people that, you know, or everyday people, excuse me, that work out. And or that, that work and go home, have families They're working out and killing it at the gym. Isn't something that's really happening in their vocabulary. So it's like, you really got to meet them where they are. You got to yeah. just, just yeah. kind of come to them to their level and say, okay, Hey, you're doing great. And just, just really simplify it. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and kind of, you know, you mentioned meet somebody where they are. And when I hear that, I just think of empathy and, and how you can be like, you know, like, as you said about Jocko Wilnick and one of my favorite, teachers of empathy, you know, Chris Voss and Derek Gaunt, like they teach about like tactical empathy, where like, we still need to get a job done and it's still going to be hard and it's going to suck. But like, you can still apply empathy throughout that. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's right. That, and then, man, it makes a world of a difference, doesn't it? Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. That, that, that little bit, it just, you know, it just makes it easier on, on everyone. Yeah, absolutely. So, so let me ask you about your podcast, man. How long you've been doing that? Thanks, man. I, I, Valleyverse has been going since uh, April seventh, I want to say. So since April, oh, nice, man. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been sticking with it, and yeah, I would love to collaborate and, and with you as well, and have you going yeah. on there. Yeah, man. And um, it's it's fun, you know. I I love podcasting and meeting great people like yourself. I would, man. The chances of you and I. <laughs> meeting you know is so slim and like i'd have to travel where you are and run into you somewhere and, and that's what podcasting yeah. is so so awesome for you get to connect with people they're just all over the world yeah it's it's very sweet i mean i just did a podcast last night with one of with one of the guys here locally because again i mean utah you wouldn't think but like it's kind of big it's i mean it's big everywhere it's big everywhere for sure don't get me wrong 
But yeah, you'd never think it's as big as you think it is, like as it is, right? You never mm-hmm. think it's as big as it is. Like where? That, that's true. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like, where are you at? You said Virginia, oh, uh, San Diego now. Oh, you're back. Okay, back in Cali. Yep, right. Yep. Went from Virginia, Virginia to LA, and then moved from LA to San Diego in 2019. Oh, nice, man. California, dude, that's sick, man. California's got a big. I mean, they've they've got a lot of good podcasting coming out of California, dude. I just it feels like everyone I meet on like we met on that that website. I they gotta yeah. change that name of that website. <laughs> you know, it's so funny that you say that, but yeah, for those, yeah, it's a matchmaker and it's uh, matchmaker. And it's like, yeah, my wife's like, Where you met him where? I was like, Okay, hold on. <laughs> hold on, let no, me explain I, this. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, my wife. Not, no, my wife. Yeah. But it does, though, dude. You're like, I met him on Matchmaker. It's like, oh, okay, we got to figure. Out. <laughs> yeah, the dot, the dot FM helps a little bit, but a yeah, it's uh, bit, yeah, bit. it's it, it should change to like podcast match. Yeah, something, dude, yeah. <laughs> probably, which probably exists, but yeah, exactly. But no, but that's because that's where we uh, we linked up, we met. And there's a ton of people on there. I was like, holy crap, dude. Yeah, there's, a lot of, there's a lot everywhere. of people. Yeah, with a lot of uh a lot of store, a lot of you know, great stories and, and people on there that man, they they've everyone's got something going on or something that they've been through, which I think is mm-hmm. so cool. I think it's you know, just like you say, you think everything's so small. And yeah. it's the same yeah. thing. Like, I'm like, man, you know, I you got this story and you got to tell it this way and you got to tell it that way. And I'm like, wow, there's people that are literally just like you said, man, like writing books yeah, about their experience. And there's, and that's kind of what it's become now. It's everybody yeah. has a story, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's, and that's the, I mean, that's like the curse and the blessing, right? Cause it's like, it's like how, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how do you stand out in front of everything? Well, you, you, you know, Naval said it, right? Like nobody's good at being you except for you. And, uh, and then like, but that's everybody's right. Like one of my favorite quotes is you're special and unique, just like everybody else. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a great realization there as well. And I think every great story follows a certain like recipe, you know, it's yeah. Yeah, the character. Yeah, the character goes through like a um, like a coming of of age experience, like a rite of passage kind of thing. Like life hits you. Yeah, I read. I read. uh, You know, we're just gonna keep going with it then. But you know, I read uh, the book by Joseph Campbell, the hero with a thousand faces, and uh, he, you know, he he goes over that hero's journey. That was the journey that inspired Star Wars. Yeah, eerily enough. Star Wars is like the same as Lord of the Rings, as Harry Potter. Like you have one mm-hmm. person, they have this coming of age experience, this this rite of passage experience where it's like life comes in and they're like, we're not letting you off the hook. You're either going to learn this or you're going to realize you should have learned it and the time will have passed or something like that. You know? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. I think you nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, no, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful journey though. I mean, it is, man. They, they go, you go through, you know, the character gets some sort of challenge. There's a, he meets a guide, right. And then mm-hmm. uh, there's a, there's a call to action. Right. And then 
there's uh, some sort of, like you said, coming of age, and then the guide helps them to, um, you know, avoid failure and, and reach success. So <laughs> it, if you look at people's stories, you see this, man, and it's it's trippy yeah. because they all have something like that in common. You're like, wow, yeah. you went through yeah. that whole thing. And I think that's what makes a great story. And I think that's yeah. kind of going back to the personal training thing. You've got to have something that you went through and that you you bounced back from. And are now, you know, as as it says in, in Joseph Campbell's book, great book, by the way, um, is returning that and giving it back. Yeah. Well, I, you know, one of the, you know, I, I did, I met a cool guy. Uh, I don't know if you know him, but Drew Manning. Oh he's yeah. The, he's fit to fat to fit. Yeah. yeah. So I got to, I, I had the pleasure of interviewing him on my podcast. Wow. Wow. And uh, cool story, man. Holy crap. But he, you know, he uh, and there's that weird there's this weird part. There's this weird story where you get like Drew Manning's where you like force yourself into this. You're like, dude, I've because, ne- you know, he said it on my podcast. He said it. You know, if you just follow him, you know, his story. Like he's like, I, I was always in. He he talks about him always being in sports, always being fit. And then he was like, I've never had to do this. So I'm going to gain, you know, 80 pounds or 60, 80 pounds, whatever it was the first time. And then I'm going to lose it all. And uh, yeah, man, I was like, geez, dude. Yeah, that's a, that's a, you know, quite a, quite a thing to go through, man. Yeah. Um, And then he, yeah, when I interviewed him, he was in the middle of fit to fat to 40 where he did it when he was 40. And that was, I mean, dude, your whole body, your whole body's different. Man, I remember being, yeah, I remember being young. I don't know how long that was. I was a little bit younger, but I remember seeing those photos and being like, Mm -hmm. Whoa! Like you're just being blown away by that whole thing, and um, but but I think it's so important to 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 see that right and to see yeah. it was everybody you never you know what you see in your bubble and what you're going through in life you kind of never see outside of that. So when you see that you're like, oh man, there's somebody that did this is going through this, and then you feel that sense of uh, that's not just you. You're not alone. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was super cool to to see that, and that's a great contribution just to get that perspective you know yeah and uh he was great to interview i mean i love i love all my guests that come on truly because you just learn something different and that's that's the point i was i was gonna make earlier was like you know everybody has a unique story but it's but it's so cool because you never know like i can because i can hear one person's story and just blow past be like okay you know what i mean and kind of just blow past it and give it no mind not because i don't care about the story or because it's not important but because it doesn't hit me, you know, I might not be in the right space. You know, I might ha- not have the right, you know, vibes going on at the time to really understand that. But then I'm in the right spot and I hear a different story or I hear the same story, you know, and it's like all of a sudden it hits you and you're like, oh, dude. Yeah. And, you know, and people get frustrated by that. Like if you're looking on the outside, you're like, dude, I told you that story. I told you something similar like three days ago. And you're like, yeah, but I wasn't ready for it. Oh, all right, dude. Like, dang it. <laughs> yeah. so you gotta like get your ego in check you know what i'm saying right right for sure yeah man so you have two more gyms coming this year what else i mean any big plans for the podcast any any more plans for the gyms what do you got going on man what, what what's next you know in a in the gyms it's it's like it's a it's a, it's a never you know ending constantly changing environment right where you're in business, you know, um, you're always on the move. You're always finding things out as you go, planning, and that plan, you know, fails. So you got to be ready to 
you know, get something else going quickly. <laughs> so it's yeah. never a dull moment. Yes, you know, sir. It's, it's never a dull moment. And mm-hmm. I'm very thankful for, you know, my, my business partners and, and our team, um, the entire team staff really, and just to be able to, you know, to go further with, with a solid foundation of people around you. So it's, um, you know, it's constantly evolving. We're constantly tinkering with, with, you know, programs, uh, memberships, things like that, you know, and, and mm. in the podcast, I'm always just, you know, trying to, trying to make it better and, and, and provide as much value as I can. And, um, mm-hmm. just, just working on, on being more proactive, you know, trying to, trying to do things ahead of time so that I can be in a good position to give back more and be of good service. Yeah. I think that's kind of what it is there. You know, we're, we're given these responsibilities and, you know, as creatives and as doing these things that you and I are doing, having a podcast, it's like, it's in our duty kind of to, to provide um, more and more, uh, you know, service, creativity or or value, whatever you want to call it to, to give back. And that's kind of what I'm trying to to be. I don't want to take all this with me to the grave and just say, well, you know, I learned all this stuff. See ya. (laughs) Like, what's the point of that? You know, that's, Right. You know, I heard, I heard a guy was on my podcast. Um, his name was Trav Bell, and uh, he's all about the bucket list. And he said it, you know, best. He he said, "How dare you not share that story?" You know, um, yeah, and and give back yeah. what, what you learned on on the things that that made you who you are now. And I thought that was so profound because it is kind of like a duty to do that. So I'm really trying to focus on providing that you know, whatever that is. So if mm-hmm. it's giving back the things I learned, if it's helping one more person kind of breathe easier or, or be, you know, have a, have a better outcome, then that's kind of, yeah. you know, what, what pulls me right now. Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, no, I mean, you got a lot of good stuff going, dude. I mean, you got a lot of good stuff going and, and it's true. You know, I, what I've always found kind of hard though, uh, is like the balance between you know, giving your information to people who need it, like, and maybe you just give it away for free, dude. Maybe you just give it no matter what. And if they take it and run with it, sweet. And if they don't, do you know, then they don't, you know, but, but there was a time in my life where I was really frustrated where I would be do that. Right. I was, I was training salespeople and I would give them everything. Like I had spent thousands of dollars on this training and I would just be like, look, man, I did this and learned it so that you don't have to spend the money. But if you spend the time with me, you can learn it. And they just, they just, you know, maybe one out of 10 would take it and run. And it was so frustrating, but maybe that's the point, man. Maybe you just give it away and you don't, you know, cause you can't control that part. And, uh, maybe you do, I don't know, dude. You know, know. Yeah. It's, um, it, it's, it's hard to, to affect a lot of people. And that's why it's like sticking with it. And so, I mean, you've heard of even like pod fade, you know, and, and people yeah. getting into podcasting and then dropping off. And there was some points where I was like, man, you know, this is just it's too much. <laughs> I thought, all right, stick with it. You yeah. Know, keep, keep going. And, you know, all you need is a great saying, I think, because, you know, you have these goals where you want to like reach 10 million people. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, yeah that would be great. You know, um, <laughs> and it's not to say that it's not doable, right? It is, but right, right, you right. only really need 
Um, I think there's a book called A Thousand True Fans by Kevin Kelly. You just you oh, need wow. a, th- a thousand people, just a thousand <laughs> true fans that will that will believe in you. And um, it takes time. And but once you have the, that thousand, you know, it's uh, it's you got limitless things that you can do there once once they they see your path. And there is a thousand people out there that kind of are, are listening to this podcast saying, you know what? That that makes sense. That clicks. And that's it. That's yeah. all it takes, you know, yeah. is, is a thousand of those clicks. Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, hey, I appreciate your time. I appreciate all of the, the knowledge that you drop. Will you do me a favor and tell everybody where they can find you, where they can, if they're, if they're listening to this in Cali, where they can find your gyms, if you got, you know, your podcast, where they can find that, just go ahead and give yourself a plug. Yeah. Dalton, thanks for having me on and, and a great show. Um, super great host. Make it super fun, man. It's um, I'm on the web at www.thevalueverse.com. Um, very active on Instagram at Valueverse. Right on. Well, I'll make sure I'll follow you on Instagram, brother. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you for having me on, man. It's a pleasure.